We decided to take our appreciation and love for simple living and step into a homesteading lifestyle, learning what that means. If you are at all curious about those things as well, join us as we share practical methods to grow and prepare our own food, learn healthy living tips, and discover small farm setup ideas. We like to talk about everything sustainable living, healthy eating, simple dreams, and a lot of hard work. Join us on Prairie Grove Homestead. Good morning, everyone. Kim here. Wow, <clears throat> it seems like it's been forever since I've hopped on and given you an update. And um, we're still here. <laughs> Prairie Grove Homestead is, is still here. And wow, we just never anticipated how busy, I guess. We thought we knew what was coming, but um, when you're just learning and you're adapting to... A homestead or a farm and also working off you know off of your property it's kind of a learning curve of how to best transition and how to um, really be efficient with time management <laughs> I guess that's the easiest way to put it so how are you I have been blown away by how many people have downloaded our podcast and enjoyed following us on this adventure. We appreciate it so much. A couple things that I wanted to share today is back in October, we went down to Florida. We had the opportunity to go down to Milton, Florida, right up in the panhandle and what a cool experience. The people down there are so wonderful, so inviting, so warm. I can't say enough about them. We actually went down um, to Gulf Coast Homesteaders Convention. Well, not really a convention, like a, a workshop, um, a weekend. And we were there. We took part in some of their their little um, classes that they had, their hands-on workshops. They had speakers come in. They had things for sale. They showed different ways of generating income from home, their homesteads. It was just so cool. We loved it so much and had such a great experience. We Clarence took part in a pork processing workshop, and he's done a little bit of that before, but really wanted to see if he could learn something from someone who does it more often. And he came away with a few new uh, methods and was really pumped about that and he also took part in what was it oh um the chicken processing workshop which if any of you have followed us for for some time you'll know that we we do process our own chicken so this wasn't something completely new to us but you know you can always learn something new and people have ideas um how to be more efficient how to make it go quicker um, how to do more in less time, how to work smarter, not harder. And so he took part in that and, and said that he had a, you know, it was great. It was really neat to see how people do things. I took part in a bread making workshop because I've always been kind of fascinated with sourdough. Um, I've made some dough 
some bread in the past. I, I make bread. I have kind of like this one recipe that everyone raves about. It's an onion loaf bread and it's so good. You can make it into so many different varieties of um, breads, sweet or savory. But I've never really experimented with sourdough before. So this workshop that I went to, the lady that ran the workshop, she actually makes sourdough weekly for a local farmer's market in her area. And so it was really cool. One neat thing that I brought away from that was that she um, freeze-dried, I guess that's the right term, um, some of her starter and had it for sale. So I actually bought some sourdough starter that was freeze-dried and brought it home <laughs> hoping that security didn't find this crazy little package of white powder in my suitcase but it was it was marked really well and I uh, had a pamphlet that I kept with it and I wasn't doing anything wrong so <laughs> but I just thought that was so cool like how neat to be able to freeze dry sourdough starter I had no idea that this was even a thing and so I brought it home and brought it to life, followed the instructions, and it's been going pretty good. I still have starter in my fridge. I haven't killed it yet. I've made the sourdough quite a few times, um, both for ourselves and I've given some away. I've experimented with sourdough discard, if any of you are familiar with that. So, um, you know, if you get too much starter and you, you don't have time to use it and you don't want it to go bad, you can you have to discard after so many days of not using it. And you can make all kinds of things, brownies and pancakes. And again, something totally new to me that I'm having so much fun with. So we, and we also met, um, we met some um, people that we follow on YouTube. Cog Hill Farm was the main speaker um, one evening and we just, we just enjoy following them so much and have learned so much from them and they just, they're like friends and we actually got to meet them and, um, it was so cool. Um, and so, yeah, I, I can't say enough about that weekend. It was so good. Even just to relax. We took one evening, we went down to the beach in Pensacola, Florida. We had supper, some kind of fish. I have no idea what it was, but it sure was good. And it was just a great time to kind of transition from the busy summer into fall. We came back and had a few things to finish up. We, you know, did a few things around the yard. We added a little um, kind of, not it's not a gate, but just on either side of our driveway, just a little bit of a decorative fence, I guess. And someday maybe we'll put a sign above it or something, but we did that when we came back. Our thought was that by the end of October, sometime in November, middle of, we'd be able to start butchering our pigs. However, they kind of, they didn't grow as fast as we thought they would. I mean, we did get them almost a whole month later, so I'm sure that had something to do with that. So we just kept feeding them, and um, they were living their best life with all the scraps from the fall. They ate so many pumpkins, so many squash, and... Um, our millet that we were growing turned out great. We had saved as much of that as we could and fed that to them daily. They loved that. And so um, the fall didn't look exactly how we wanted. We finished harvesting everything out of the garden, finished cleaning up the yard. The snow came <laughs> and um, and here we were, here we are in the winter. And so that's kind of what happened. Um, however, 
in the last couple days, our pigs are getting ready to butcher. Now it's January already, and we we did not plan on butchering in January. However, there's pros and cons to both. So um, I don't know if you can hear our dog, Bo. He's laying by my feet, and he's sighing. He's, he's quite comfy. <laughs> um, so one thing with butchering this time of the year is the temperature. So we don't have to worry about flies, <laughs> of course. And also, the meat is hanging and will hang now in our shop. Um, we only did one pig so far um, a couple days ago we hung it for overnight and then we last night we actually were watching we had our computer up we were watching a how-to um, butcher and we did half of our half of the pig last night we butchered or sorry we packaged it we cut it we packaged it and it's in our freezer and and we had a little sample of the bacon and it was so good I just threw a little garlic salt some salt and pepper it was so yummy and so that's starting now we have three more to go half of the one we butchered already is for someone else then we have one more for ourselves and then our daughters and husbands they and their husbands they bought one so they have one to butcher and then um and then we have another one for some family members so um, we're learning as we go, but one thing we did note is that we definitely enjoy butchering pigs more than we enjoy butchering chickens. I don't know, any of you that farm or homestead, I don't know if you can relate to this, but we love that we can butcher <laughs> both and are so grateful for the meat and the chicken that's in our freezer, but it's more tedious. Like you work really hard, several hours you're butchering and processing cutting or whatever and you have the chickens but it just takes that much longer because it's just a smaller animal so yeah with a pig you you pro you butcher it you process it you butcher it you package it it's like wow you know that was worth the time <laughs> so it was funny all the things that we're learning and some of you are probably way further ahead of us in this journey <clears throat> and if you have any any uh, comments or advice for us please let us know oh speaking of that I wanted to let you know that we we just went back to a more private email for now. And so if you want to reach out to us um, with comments or just a hello or anything like that, just email us at Kimberly, so K-I-M-B-E-R-E-L-Y, Wagner, W-A-G-N-E-R, at gmail.com. We just, um, we hadn't received tons and tons um, with the other email and so we're like well let's just go back to a personal one right now and if it gets busy we'll we'll make it all fancy like <laughs> but for now um, that's how you can reach us and please do we'd love to or you can leave comments on um, you know on our podcast page audacity um, and I think there's some others too might be on Apple now I'm not sure we haven't really checked for a long time although I I just peeked a couple days ago on on audacity which is where we or sorry um spotify where you know we have that's one of the places that hosts our podcast but anyway i couldn't believe it, it was like over 2000 downloads for our podcast and it's like wow 
you guys. Thanks so much. And it's so fun to hop on here and just share. Because sometimes when you're talking to people about homesteading or farming or why you do it or what you do, people are generally, you know, um, genuinely <laughs> interested in hearing about it. But and that's great, and we share it, and they and they enjoy it. It's not like they're making fun of you or anything. But then there's some others that you talk about, and they're like, they get it, you know, like they really get it. And so that's fun because then I don't, you know, yeah, it's just nice to have have people, hey. And so, um, thank you, thank you so much. So anyway because I I saw that you know 2,000 plus downloads and I've been thinking about you all so long wanting to hop on I'm actually just getting ready for my other day job and um, for those who don't know um, we both work off of the homestead I worked part-time I work as a librarian and actually I am resigning and so I will be done working off of the homestead by the end of February. I don't know what that looks like yet. Um, you know, we're in that spot and some of you can relate. It, you know, it costs money to um, step away from kind of a, a traditional job and and invest then in something else like the homestead because it you have animals and you have land and um, we have to ha have water hauled because we have a cistern. We don't have a well, things like that. And so like who pays for that? Now Clarence works full time and has a really great job and um, but it just costs extra and so this is one of the things we you know we chat about here on this podcast is like what do you do with that how how do you and we're learning so we're talking to you about it just like we're sitting across from you having coffee but we're learning and looking for resources and information how to do that the best way and sufficient in the way you know we want to be able to grow our own food, grow and have our meat, etc., but not exclusive, not inclusive, I should say, apart from our community around us. We definitely want to be community sufficient. And we've heard that term. We didn't make it up, but I like it because it's not self-sufficient. It's not just living on an island by ourselves. Um, even though the quiet and the choices that we get to make, the independence in a sense is exciting and good. Um, I don't believe we're created to just pull away from everyone. I think that there's a network around us that we can um, both give and take, right, and help each other. And so that's what we're learning. That's what this is all about. This, that's the biggest part of why we're here and encouraging you as you decide if this is the lifestyle that you want as well. And there's a lot you can watch on YouTube and you can listen to on podcasts and so much good stuff, right? And um, sometimes you don't know you know how to look at things or whatever this is just this is just a coffee chat with you <laughs> and um <laughs> whatever a professional homesteader is we're not home professional homesteaders this is just a new transition town to turkey right and um every step along the way as we can and as we're able we want to share with you so that's kind of like an highlight or update on what's been going on since fall and now all of a sudden it's January it's 2023 can you believe it we had such a great Christmas we we didn't go far we stayed close to home this year our adult children and their spouses and our two granddaughters we got together and we played games and of course we ate good food and we had friends and um, celebrated the true meaning of Christmas and the birth 
of Jesus. And we just, you know, winter can be harsh sometimes, but we've actually had, we had really cold weather in December and a bunch of snow at the beginning of December. And now it's been quite mild, a little bit above norm temps for Saskatchewan, for Southeast Saskatchewan, and we're enjoying it. Um, We know (laughs) from living here for all the years now that we have 20 plus that, you know, we're in for some cold weather yet. I know some places I see you, I see you out there planting your planting seeds already down south and talking about (laughs) all the things seeds and I'm a little bit envious, but I know my turn will come and I've actually started making a seed list so I know what I want to plant and side note way back in the fall I actually started some tomato seeds just to see what would happen I just had them I was cleaning up some stuff and they're they actually um, germinated and they're coming up they're a nice size already they're kind of like what you would buy in containers you know at your local store in the spring just little tomato plants I have four of them so we'll see what happens but it's sure nice to have something green in our house and right now they're sitting on a dresser in a bedroom Um, we're doing a little bit of renos here in the house and that is what we do in the winter and so we had two little rooms one was my office but I didn't use it a lot I actually like to sit here at the kitchen table and look out across the prairies and um, that's what I'm looking at right now and and so anyway we decided to knock out the wall and make one big master bedroom and so that's what we've been working on and my little tomato plants are sitting on a dresser in the torn apart new room and uh, that's the brightest room in the house and they are loving the sunshine So I hope this podcast, this episode of Catch Up and Hello finds you well. And I I hope to be back much sooner than the pause I took between the last episode and this one. And um, I look forward to sharing so much more with you here in 2023. We are so thankful and grateful. And um, I hope that, that you are as well and really believe that every good thing has come from the Lord. And um, we just pray for wisdom in this new year as we, as we steward what he's given us and, and use it um, in the best way possible for our family and for those around us. And we hope that you continue to listen and go with us on this journey. But for now, I will head out and... It's a great view from here. Take care, everybody. Talk soon. Bye-bye.